When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Yeah, good morning. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ. It's quarter to 7am in the morning. What a day. Thursday, the 11th of November. This, this day will go down in, his, in history as we just witnessed the Black Caps getting up over England. How good. Daryl Mitchell, 72 not out, led the way. Who would have thought, eh? Daryl Mitchell opening the bat hasn't really missed since he's got that opportunity. Devin Conway, 46 off 38. And Jimmy Neesham, he was angry, angry, angry. 27 off 11. Great call from the lads. lads. Dan McCarty, Hamish Bennett there, boys. Well done calling that great match. And, uh, yeah, we're going to celebrate. We're going to talk throughout the morning about this great victory. The Black Caps just keep on doing it in all formats. Really, we've got a good show for you. We're going to get over to Simon Dill after the 7 o'clock hour. Chat to him. He was there calling the game. He's going to have all the gravy over there. But we've got the one and only Baz McCullum on our show. And he's been there, done that. He knows how good this win was and is for the Black Caps. So looking forward to getting his reaction throughout this morning. But make sure you give us a call. We want to hear from you at home on the Kennards High phone line. 0800 150 811. Give us a call. React to this. Fantastic win from the lads. Oh, so good. We're up and about here, so uh, we want to hear from you at home and just tell us how you're feeling. What were your thoughts? You know, give us a call and just start cheering with us because we're pumped here on the Bears and Izzy for breakfast. Anyway, give us a call 0800 or text us double eight double three. Coming up on the show as well, we've got Stephen Marsh. He's a trainer. Uh, he's got big horses racing this week and this weekend. Lincoln King in the cup. We've got Tom Parsons. He's Hawks Bay Magpies captain. And they've got a big match this weekend as well. And then we've got Pitt Morris because it's another cup day today. If you're a Greyhound fan, there's some Greyhound racing today. Whoa. Everything. You can race in everything. How good. 12 races at Addington. There's a favourite uh, in race. What race is it? What race is the main race? Here we go. The $100,000 stakes Greyhound Cup starts at 8.24 tonight at Addington. So we'll chat about that to Pitmoff. But right now, we've got to bring in Baz McCullum because how good was that, Skipper? Oh, it was brilliant, Is Good morning, my friend. Good morning, all of our team as well. 
up there in the studio in Auckland. That was a sensational chase. It really was. I think we we were all on the text message to each other, sort of talking about how it's going to unfold over the last half an hour or so. I, I just love the composure of the New Zealand side. Their ability to they're not winning those games five years ago, okay? But under Kane Williamson and under Gary Stead and and this setup that they've created, there's a a real sense that anything can be achieved and. And it's just such a, a powerful mindset that they've got themselves in to be able to get across the line in crunch situations. They, would, they weren't dead and buried, but they were a long way behind that game. But they were just able to hang on the back of the speedboat at 57 required off 24 balls. I think it was what they needed, 60 off 29 when Glenn Phillips went out. Jimmy Neesham strides to the crease. He tries to hit his first ball out of the park for six. He cloths it to the to the fielder in the deep, <laughs> but it's a clear intent of what he's trying to achieve. And I think that just his little innings where he's got 26 off 10 balls is just, it's a superb little hand. And I think it just gave Daryl Mitchell that little bit of, um, a little bit of momentum as well to really put the game away. And look, that is a sensational victory. And mm. both Smitty and myself are very confident heading into this game because of the resourcefulness of, New Zealand. They just seem to be comfortable to find a way in pressure situations. This is a serious cricket team. It is a proper cricket team. To be able to go across various forms of the game and be able to get the level of consistency and performance that they've been able to over the last five years years or so is nothing short of sensational. So look, these guys are a red-hot chance of now lifting the trophy and imagine that. World Test Champions... Ran within a lip in the one-day World Cup. And then if they were to stand there with Kane Williamson with the World Cup aloft his head, well, we've got something to be seriously, seriously proud of. I want to, let's hear from, from you guys as well on double eight, double three. What does that mean? What does that win mean to you? What did you think of the game? Give us a shout. Or even better, give us a call on the Kennards High phone line on 0800 But that is a quite sensational um, result, mate. I think... You know, that, that one, oh, oh, yeah. I'm sort of a little bit lost for words. I felt like we were going to win. I really did. And even yep. towards the end, I felt comfortable that we were going to get the job done. But to win with an over to spare when you need yeah. 57 off 24 balls, they've got 57 off 18 rocks in a semi final in a pressure situation to get your side across the line against a one day world, uh, world champions and a very, very strong England side. They looked, yep. the pressure uh, came on. And New Zealand was the team that stood up. And that's what we love to see. And they deserve it. Oh, they deserve each and every bit. We love it, Baz. I love it. I love hearing from your voice, mate. I can hear it in your voice. And we've got another guy that's fired up from Christchurch. We've got Bruce on the line, mate. He wants to talk to you. Good morning, Bruce. How good, boys? How good? <laughs> Brilliant. What did you I, think? I was, mate, Brent and I was beginning to doubt when, uh, when Conway went. And it was looking pretty big, but I, I've got a theory. I think Mr. Neeson was remembering 219, and he was he was on payback. He was angry. <laughs> yeah, he looked angry, and didn't he? He had that real look in his eye. It's been inside burning away for two years. Yeah. And he just yeah. let it out. But he controlled yeah, that's it. that's right. And Mitchell, Mitchell. Oh, yeah, good. What a He's, story! <laughs> what a diamond to to have him opening and hold his bat. That that's a 
That's hard to do and keep joining. It's amazing. Yeah, 73 off 48 balls. And let's not forget that Daryl Mitchell had not opened a single innings in T20 cricket before this World Cup. What about what about the the intuition of Gary Stead and, and Kane Williamson and, and those who are making the decisions with the Black Caps to take that punt? It's not a punt I thought they would take, but, gee, they just got utter and complete belief in their squad. That's just amazing to, to see. Do you think we can win it? Can now? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, and com- confidence is everything. I know what it's like to play sport like you boys and if you can believe inside and you believe and you see that picture enough times, you you do it. That's what gets you there. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks very much for joining us too. Great show, boys. Yeah. Good man. All right. Excellent. You're welcome. Awesome. (laughs) What else have we got there, Is Who who are we going to go to now, mate? We got Alan reaction. from Fakatani, mate. He'll be up and about. Yeah. Alan, how good, eh? Oh wow, that was so amazing. I, I was driving from Hicks Bay to to Ruatoria, and and like we got the free hit, and then I I um, went out of coverage, and it was like, oh. and then, and then I put my free bet from Monday on Conway to be top scorer, so. So when Mitchell went past him, I said, "Man, you better carry on." <laughs> and um, <laughs> but yeah, definitely happy to give up my couple of handy for that. That was awesome, and it really oh, felt like payback brilliant. when Bearstow put his knee on the on the line. That was that that was the game there, I reckon. Yeah, you're spot on, Alan. Who do you think? Who do we want to meet, uh, meet in the finals? You reckon? Australia or we want to beat us. We want to beat Aussie in the final, don't we? we yeah, you know, that, that, that's right. Be, we do. That'll be the, that'll be the completion. Yeah, you know, we did, did England here to make, after what they did to us, and now um, that final that Bazzy played in, we get redemption there as well. <laughs> Good man, I'm with you, Alan. Yeah. Nothing better than just getting one over the Aussies in the final, wouldn't it? Serve it up. Yeah, be amazing. <laughs> Uh, thanks, mate. We we'll enjoy yeah, well, your day. This safe. is a great side to be able to, to be able to support. So thanks heaps for calling us as well. Well, yeah, awesome guys. Okay, bye. Beautiful. Go. And just quickly before we get on to another call, there's going to be no quizzy dag this morning on the back of the success of the Black Caps. We want to hear from you guys, and we're going to talk a lot of cricket, and we're going to get some mm. cricketing guests on as well. But of course, our quizzy dag is brought to us by Ashley Martin. Regrow your hair, search Ashley and Martin online. If you're not happy with your hair loss, make today your turning point and search Ashley and Martin online. Who we got there is? Where are we off to now? We've got James. We've got James on the line. Good morning, James. Boys, what a win. I just think that was a really smart chase. Um, and I think, Baz, you'd agree. But just what it, what it confirms to me is in these T20s, it's staggering how if you've got a few wickets in hand, you can make such a difference in those last five or six overs. You know, the maths sort of look tragic, but when you actually, you know, it just takes two or three big shots and suddenly the whole sort of sort of nature of the game can change. So mathematically, that looks so difficult, but, you know, last four or five overs, you can just create carnage. Yeah, it's, it's actually quite interesting. James, so we, when we were uh, watching the game offline, I, I sent through a text to the to the team 
Just saying, if we at that stage we needed, um, what do we need? Uh, Fifty. We needed fifty-seven off twenty-four balls, and I thought if we hit five sixes here in the last twenty-four yeah. balls, then that's thirty runs off six balls. We only then need twenty-seven off eighteen. So if you break it down like that, and that is the mindset that the guys would have had. That's the conversations that they would have had as well, especially on a six-hitting ground where the ball's starting to slide on and against an attack whose change-ups aren't that great. All they try and do is keep putting pace on the ball. If you get one, then you quite easily can get a couple. If you get five, then the task seems so much more achievable, and it just frees your mind up to be able to then attack what looks a, a monumental task and to be able to just break it down. So it's really well picked up from you as well, James. Mate, who yeah, do you, you want to see us I mean, play Aussie other... as well? Oh, <laughs> well, I mean, with this team, I don't think it really matters. I mean, on the day, they can beat anyone, I think. Um, you know, I mean, it's comforting that, you know, so, I mean, Guptill and Kane both failed today. It's, it is, the other thing is also today, of course, is amazing how, you know, one guy can really, with one good score, sort of be the difference. And it was Mitchell today, but... um Oh no, I don't care who we play. I think we, I think we, we can win definitely. Whoever we play. Yes. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, thanks for calling us as well, James. Really yeah. appreciate, it, mate. Yeah, appreciate yeah, your thoughts and no drama. Yes. Good stuff. And what we got? We might head to Zay quickly as well, eh? Get his reaction. Zay, are you there? Yeah, yeah. Zay will be up and about. Yeah, boys. Good morning. Talk to us. Absolutely. <laughs> Good morning. Of the game, Daryl Mitchell. Bringing it home for the boys, um, doing kind of a similar role to what Grant Elliott did back in the 2015 One Day World Cup. Have we ever been in the T20 World Cup final? That's what I want to know. Um, Daryl Mitchell out- outstanding with that 73. Conway and Mitchell having a great partnership. Jimmy Neesham just rocking the ball out of the out of the stands. Absolute. Still got my um, still got my black cap shirt on. Love the love the game. Beautiful. Good man. Good man. That's brilliant. There's plenty of emotion in, here in all the Kiwis this morning, that's for sure. It does show how much, even over the other side of the world, way over there in the UAE, everyone's up and about watching and supporting this team, and, and that's just the most amazing aspect of sport. And we really appreciate you calling as well, Zaid. So thanks heaps, mate. Enjoy your day. Get yourself ready for that final in a couple of days' time. Sounds good. Yeah, good. Yeah, good. Everyone's up and about, mate. They're into it. We've got a lot of texts coming through. What a last five overs. Livingston over the Nisham. How good. I wore my Black Caps jersey overnight this morning. That is from Michael Wellington. Great selection from Mitchell. With Mitchell in form and his prime, a masterstroke. And in his prime, a masterstroke. Cheers. That is from Chris in Darwin. We've got to talk about that selection, Baz, because... You've spoken about it. Everyone has spoken about it. We were shocked. We were surprised. He was starting. But, mate, he hasn't missed. I don't think he's missed at all this whole entire tournament. He's made runs. He's made great starts. He's looked powerful. And, mate, that just shows his composure to be able to do that in the big stage up against England in the semifinal, mate. Give us a, give us a little breakdown on, on Daryl Mitchell. Well, I guess his pedigree as well is with his old man being obviously John Mitchell, been around sport a lot. He's he's bred into high um, high performance environments in sport, and that just innate competitiveness that he possesses. So, look, I, I was surprised that New Zealand made that decision mainly because it's against type of what Kane and and uh, and Gary Stead would normally do. 
But they decided to make that call. They backed him in. They saw something that which we haven't seen um, from afar. And, well, they've been paid in spades. It's another great story. It's another example of um, the the innovation of New Zealand sporting teams are on the big stage as well. They took a punt. It's paying off for them. And he's delivered it in spades today. So congratulations. We're going to talk heaps more cricket in the next hour. But for now, we're coming up to 7 a.m. in the morning, which means we're going to cruise off to see Trudy. We're craving a little McCafe about now, but here's Trudy with the news for Kubota. Together, we're shaping and building New Zealand. Yeah, good morning. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SNZ. It's just after 7 o'clock here on the Baz and Izzy for breakfast. And well, we're all celebrating. Everyone's up and about. Three coffees, coffees deep was questioning why did I get up till Big Jimmy came in, up the black caps. That is from Pete from the Bay. I'm guessing that's Hawks Bay because that's the only Bay. Anyway, what a win. <laughs> what a win by the black caps. How good. We loved your calls. Make sure you keep calling, sending us your texts about that black caps win because it was very, very special. Well, the run sheet's gone out the window. We don't, I don't even know who else is on the show today because all we're going to do is talk about this black caps win. <laughs> How good is that? We don't want to talk rugby. We might talk a bit of racing because we love it, but that's okay. Um, we got coming up. We got coming up. We got Simon Dool. We got Dooley. He was over there. He's going to give us all his reactions to that final match. Oh, how good! We got in a few texts. I'll read a couple more texts just before we get to Dooley. Have a multi on. All needed is an Oz win over Pakistan. Cash out fifty four at the moment or one hundred and thirty if Aussie win. Thoughts, Baz? Thoughts. Take the money or, or hang on. Ah, let it ride, brother. Let it ride. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon Aussie's going to yeah. tip up Pakistan so we'll have a trans-Tasman final. How sweet would that mm. be, is? That would be great, mate. Like, up against our closest foes who we love and hate. But, um, you know, like, it's, yeah, that would be, that'll be the ideal um, scenario for me, and I know you picked it. You caught it the other day, and it was paying four dollars forty-eight the tab, mate, for a trans-Tasman final. It's good money. <laughs> it is good money. It is good money, actually. Is is another couple of texts here, Baz? Which IPL teams now be chasing? Well, will IPL teams now be chasing Mitchell? That's from Blair. Well, if the IPL auction was tomorrow, I'd say they probably will. Yeah, <laughs> I guess a lot of. Uh, a lot of our, and probably Jimmy Neesham as well. I know he's been involved in it before, but look, I think what we've seen from Daryl Mitchell is a, a part of his game which didn't exist four weeks ago. I think he's been presented with an opportunity, and we know that in sport, when opportunity knocks, you've got to be prepared to take it, and if you do, then it can be career-defining and, and in fact, life-defining. So his, his opportunity was presented to him a few weeks ago, and none of us really saw it coming. But, gee, you got to say he's taken it with both hands. And there's just something about his pedigree, which I just think is, is plays a huge role in it. You can see that he fights, he scraps. You can see, you know, he's got a great balance in, in his mind as well. Even when he turned down that run where him and Adil Rashid collided and he turned down that run, and you can see that he's got enough composure there as well. Some people, they have a lot of talent, but they don't have that. And we know this in, in our respective sports is there's plenty of talent, but do they have the ability to access the, that talent when the big game is on the line, when the big moments are there? Do they have the ability to free themselves up mentally and emotionally 
and stay present in that moment to deliver your skills. You've got to say Daryl Mitchell, whilst he may not necessarily be the most skilled, he has something about him which just says he can get the job done. And that's what I see when I see Daryl Mitchell. So would that do other IPL teams see that? Maybe. Not sure. Not sure. Time will tell. The KKR? Do the KKR? A couple of spare dollars well, over the KKR, speak. surely. <laughs> well, I have to speak to my people who will, uh, who will, you know, we'll get around the room and we'll have a sort of long-winded conversation around it and we'll work out if he fits in the mo- in the model. But, it's, yeah, there is, it's, fun, it's really funny in IPL auctions and things, but we'll, we'll talk about that plenty when, they, when they're coming up. But sometimes there's no rhyme nor reason things just arrive on your desk well, that's that's how it is uh what's this one you bloody beauties go the black caps what a great start to a long weekend cheers john couldn't agree more john and how good's your long weekend starting on a thursday <laughs> go on son we've got a long weekend down here oh god Canterbury anniversary weekend <laughs> so he'll be up and about bears we've got text machines fly but i want to ask you the question when was the, the what was the defining moment in that game where you knew that's the turning point? That's the turning point because after ten overs, I was like, "Man, this is gonna be tough. We're gonna have to dig deep here and get out of this." When, when was the defining moment for you? Um, so five fifty four, I think I sent you guys a message. <laughs> said it looks like the wicket is just starting to slide on a bit. I reckon good signs. Yeah. And then I said Conway's a key, and he got out about next ball, but. <laughs> what what I was meaning by that is that in those conditions in the UAE, and there's keeping in mind there's a heavy slant towards the team which chases because of this exact fact. Mm. The balls, the dew starts to arrive, and the ball just starts to slide on a little bit, so it becomes a consistent pace. So if you've got someone who's prepared to take the game on, and they get a little bit of, um, they 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 are able to access their strike zones, and they get some consistency in their swing then it becomes quite repetitive. So then you become confident that you can actually chase down. You can start to access boundaries and sixes. And then when Jimmy Neesham came straight out, I thought Jimmy might struggle initially because they'd spin on, but then they, he, he pretty much pulled the trigger from, from the word go. And I think that gave them the, the impetus from there. So I think from that moment they started to believe. And then when they hit that first six, um, you could just start to feel that mindset changed to like, well, if we can access maybe five, six sixes on the way home here, then it's an achievable task against a gettable bowling lineup. But anyway, we're going to go all the way over to the UAE as well, is, and we've got yeah. the commentator over there, former Black Cab, a renowned commentator all around the world who is plying his trade in the UAE now. He's a good friend as well, and it's great to chat to Simon Dool, and it'll be great to get his reaction on that performance. Good morning, Dooley, or good evening for you. Yeah, evening, Baz. Busy. Uh, How are you, boys? Feeling feeling yeah. good after that. Oh, up and about. Busy, mate. Up and about. Crikey, our text machines flying. The callers are flying. We feel very lucky to get you on, mate. Give us your initial reactions. Just an amazing game, eh? Yeah, incredible. Um, you know, out of it for so long. Um, just uh, you know, we talked about it on commentary, Baz. And as you know, the deeper you can take it, the more the bowling side becomes under pressure, and you can you can feel that that pressure sort of building on the bowling side when you're not too many wickets down and the game's just going deeper and deeper into the innings. And for so long, New Zealand were behind the eight ball. But you always feel in these contests, if you can leave yourself around about that 60 mark off the last five with wickets in hand, it's one good over and then the game can turn your way. And that's what happened with that Chris Jordan over. 
Um, you know, I think a huge credit to, to Daryl Mitchell, to the bowlers first and foremost. We've been the best bowling team in the mm. tournament, um, economy, economy-wise, with, with Tim Southey, with, with Trent Bolt, Mitch Santa, who didn't get an opportunity tonight apart from that one over. So it's, you know, it's been a, a phenomenal team effort all the way through. And then Daryl Mitchell, I mean, if I'd have said to you three weeks ago that Daryl Mitchell was going to be one of the stars <laughs> of our T20 World Cup, you'd have, you'd have probably put me in a straitjacket, Baz. <laughs> well, mate, that's, we're actually just talking about it. We'll, we'll go on about the bowling unit in a second, but just quickly focus on that Daryl Mitchell, the decision. I, I was just trying to allude to it with, with Izzy. I guess you know, sometimes skill is, is one thing, but the ability to, and the pedigree that he's got to make decisions and to be able to access his skill under pressure. Some people have it and some people don't, right? And 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 then Daryl Mitchell, Kane Williamson and Gary Stead clearly saw something and know something that the rest of the world hasn't seen yet. And they've backed him in and, geez, delivered, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. And I, I think Kane obviously got to know Daryl a, a bit at Northern Districts, although Kane didn't play a huge amount um, of, of domestic cricket with him. And since then, he's moved on to Canterbury, has Daryl Mitchell. But... That um, you know that grounding that he got probably in Perth, um, growing up over there, where mm. you know you know what sort of domestic cricket and, and club cricket's like in Australia, it can be a pretty hard school. And he grew up and played a lot of his cricket there, so that grounding obviously did him a lot of good coming into Northern Districts as well. Um, you know, playing in and around so many internationals for um, for five six seasons there would have done him a lot of good. And these guys must have seen something at that stage because he'd only ever batted five six or seven in any T20 cricket at all, not even domestically. So they'd seen something in his makeup that they decided that he was mentally sound enough and, um, you know, and capable enough as a cricketer to open the batting in a T20 World Cup. And it's not the easiest task to be thrown at a guy last minute. They gave him a few warm-up games and then away he went and he's proved every bit, um, you know, every bit the opener. He's brilliant in the field. We haven't even seen him bowl yet and he's got that string to his bow as well. So... <laughs> He's, he's been so uh, such a revelation, I guess, for this side. Hey, give us your initial thoughts. Uh, after the first innings, 166, you're thinking, oh, that's, that's quite a good total there. It's going to take a lot of hard work. What were your initial reactions after the first innings? Do you think we had it enough to get that, get it run, the, uh, chase the runs down? I thought it was very middling. Right at the start, and every, every interview I've done in the last two to three days, I've basically said 160. Is, is very much in the middle in the middle ground of what New Zealand what I felt New Zealand could chase down. Mm-hmm. I thought if England scored one seventy five to one eighty, I didn't think New Zealand could probably chase that down. So at that stage, winning the toss one sixty six, I was about fifty fifty at the halfway stage. But I mm-hmm. think you know for most New Zealand fans, we probably thought okay, it's Guptill and Williamson that are going to be the two keys for us here. Or when they yeah, get six runs between those? them, you're thinking, out. hang on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, mate, talk to us. Um, well, I guess Conway as well. You throw that Conway Williamson in there, but yeah. I thought Conway played quite nicely, actually. Um, but uh, talk to us just a little bit about you mentioned uh, the bowling group before. I know it's something that you're firmly um, aware of. You've been around this team for a long time now, you've seen these guys develop, and you've had a fair bit to do with them as well. It's Tim Southey in particular, I just want to focus on. I would say two years ago, people would say that Tim Southey was gone in white ball cricket. In this World Cup, he's been possibly the best bowler in the competition, or, or if not, very close. What, what do you put that down to? Yeah, oh, just smart, Baz. I mean, you and I both know Tim really well, and he, he's, a, he's a real thinker of the game. I mean, there's no 
secret to, to the fact that he's, you know, he's been vice-captain, he's captain New Zealand as well. I, I likened him tonight, and you'll know these names well, to two bowlers that I can remember in the last sort of 10, 15, 20 years, Jaminda Vass and Zahir Khan. As guys who, as they got older, they got smarter. Their pace dropped a little bit. They weren't quite as quick, but they just developed new ways to get the job done. And those two guys in particular, I mean, you remember facing Chimin DeVas, or, you know, I remember seeing Chimin DeVas late in his career and Zahir Khan, how smart they became. And, and that's exactly what Tim's done. He is just a genuinely smart cricketer. He was, he's been brilliant throughout the tournament. Um, I, I'm, I think he has been New Zealand's best bowler. Uh, although Trent's got uh, 11 wickets and what did he get tonight? He added to that tally tonight. Um, so, you know, although Trent's got the wickets, I think Tim Southey's been the pick of the bowlers. He's bowled the tough overs. He, he's restricted runs. And he's such an integral part of the side now. I know, I, I was probably with you and, and a lot of New Zealand pundits when they said, you know, Tim Southey's white ball career was over a, a couple of years ago. But he's just, he's found a way through being genuinely... Uh, I mean, he's got a love for the game for a start and being such a smart, intelligent cricketer, he's just worked it out. Dooley, the defining moment, the defining moment in that game when you thought, okay, we got this, we got this, we're, we're on the right direction. When did you start believing? Uh, the catch, the Johnny Besto Trent Bolt 2019 <laughs> moment. <laughs> you know, I mean, we were there. We were there, Baz. Uh, you know, Trent yeah. takes the catch, stands on the boundary, advertising, and and all of a sudden the rest oh. is history. Um, and tonight, yeah. I just I was looking out the window and I didn't want to go the early crow, you know, and and racing terms. I, I knew his knee had hit that <laughs> hit that cushioning, and I was sort of I was sitting there trying to hold my hold myself back while NASA was talking about it, and while the third umpire was taking a look at. And the blokes in the middle, I mean, how can they see? They put their finger up and gave the soft signal out. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. That yeah, soft that signal ridiculous. is stupid when you're that far away. <laughs> but I could see I could see the knee hitting that advertising triangle. And I'm just I'm just hold yourself, Dooley. Hold yourself. And and kind of I just had to hold myself in. But um, that was the defining moment for me. Yeah, yeah brilliant. Well, we're talking to Simon Dool, who is all the way over in the UAE and he's very kindly jumped on the phone, probably on the way back to the hotel, no doubt, Dooley. But, um, yeah, I've got Danny Morrison sitting and, in and the front, and I've got Harsha Bogley sitting next to me, mate. Oh, <laughs> say good day to a couple of very fine gentlemen for both Izzy and myself, please. I Wonderful will, human will. beings. <laughs> um, mate, well, just before we let you go, um, your thoughts on who we want to meet in the final? <laughs> oh, goodness me. Oh, you know... You will say, you will say for, for the, um, we've just got revenge for 2019. You will say you want revenge for 2015. Um, and you want no, Australia. I know you are. Um, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know that Australia are our matchup. I think Pakistan might be our matchup, to be honest with you. Um, you know, they've played brilliant cricket through the tournament. They are going to have a slip up at some stage. If it's tomorrow night, then, yeah, we're probably going to end up with Australia. But I'd rather they have their slip up in the final. And got through tomorrow night. So, uh, if I was, if I had a preference of who I'd like us to play, it would be Pakistan. Very good. Okay. Really? Well, and of course, that final is we are covering it also on SENZ with Daniel McCarty. It might be Grant Elliott. It could be Hamish Bennett, as was the case this morning. And that's Monday morning at three a.m. on SENZ. Dooley, we'll let you go, mate. But we really appreciate you jumping on the line, especially yes, at the last moment. And. Uh, Enjoy the next couple of days and bask in the glory again of being, uh, have been in that commentary box with your own team out there playing for a World Cup. Fabulous. 
Awesome, mate. Yeah, we'll pop back to the hotel and might pop open a bottle of red for the boys. We will. <laughs> That's the story. DK <laughs> <laughs> Morrison in the background. <laughs> Brilliant. Cheers, All right, lads, take care. Thank you. <laughs> that was Simon Dahl. What a character. And, gee, he's doing some amazing things in, in the sport as well, mate, to be honest. He's the, good, The eh? profile of Dawley as a commentator around the world mm. is he is held up there in the, in the very, very highest of, of echelons. And he's just so positive mm. about the game. And I think that's why people enjoy listening to him. He's clearly well-spoken. He's got a great, great voice tuned with all those years on the radio that's alongside hard. Ricardo. <laughs> he's he's doing some great things, and it's great to hear that DK Morrison was also sitting in the car with him and Harsha Bogle. But that was Simon Dahl all the way from the UAE. We're going to go, what have we got coming up? More cricket. We're going to talk more cricket later on, a little <laughs> bit of racing mate. as well. <laughs> We're up and about us. We're in the final. seven seven nineteen in the morning here on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Big thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Yeah, you're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SNZ with five minutes wait from 7.30 and Trudy in the news. But we're talking cricket thanks to PIC Insurance Brokers, Marine Specialists. And well, we've got a caller on the line. Keep your calls coming through 0800 150 811. And we want to get your reactions to this wonderful match, the Black Caps. And coming up after 7.30, we've got a very special guest. That's what we do on the Baz and Izzy for breakfast. We get them hot off the press. And he's going to be joining us. You have to wait and see who that is. But we've got Rob on the line. Good morning, Rob. Oh, my God. How good a win was that? I was... <laughs> I was yelling. When, oh, I suppose if you go back a wee bit, it was during the middle of the match, seeing uh, we were... It looked really impossible. Well, not impossible, but unlikely. So I'd sort of written it off. Thinking, oh well, another one got away. And so then, when we uh, when we got over the line, screaming at the top of my voice, yelling in the house, then I thought I better put a sort of some positive noises at the end of the screaming in case the neighbours wonder what the hell was going on. So, oh, what, what, a, what a match! But, can you reenact oh, that? Really... Can you that for us? Give us a, oh, give us a bit of that. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh that's but brilliant, the Rob. That, the thing that made it, oh, sorry, the thing that made it even more special was that I had nearly start, so I wasn't going to watch it. And then, in the middle of the night, there was this possum on the roof making strange noises. <laughs> so it woke me up. So thank you, possum. It was three thirty. So I managed to jump on the and rewind it. Oh, and so it was just such a huge win. That was really, really unbelievable. <laughs> where, where so where, where, where are you and where about are? Yeah. Oh, it's just past Walkworth uh, in the Dome Forest, and where all the possums live. So I'm going to have to find that possum and name it. <laughs> It was possibly going to be shot, but I think it will not be shot now. If I find it, it'll be it'll be named. What are you going to call it? What are you going to call oh, it? Mitchell. Oh, World Cup. <laughs> Mitch, Mitch, Mitchy, me old possum. That's that. Yes. What a day. Oh, that is so good. Buzzing. Oh, brilliant. Well, who do you think we're going to meet in the final? Oh, yeah, that's a good topic. I hope Pakistan, because 
I think the Black Caps have got a bit of a bit of a psychological or something against Aussie. That we we don't seem to perform our best. Whether we sort of think of them as our big brother, that's that's so. So that's why I fear if we're up against them, that may come back. Well, hopefully this this team's shown so much mental toughness. Hopefully that that um, they. And that's not going to happen, but that was my bit of a fear. That's why I reckon Pakistan would be maybe better. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. He's with Thorley. So, hey, Rob. Hey, Rob, is, um, Walkworth, is, is that in, that's just out of Auckland, right? Yeah, that's that. Okay. Um, All right. So you'll be listening on, you can listen there on 1476 AM. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's all cross our fingers and, and hope that we get the right matchup for the final in a couple of days time you go and find that possum hunt him down and um maybe just give him a nice little <laughs> carrot, or something. A possum's a carrot i don't know World champion yeah, match. give him something anyway that's so good <laughs> what a character <laughs> Uh, See, everyone's got that one thing that you, you know, when you're in, when something big happens on the sporting world, you always have that one thing that you can always remember, and it brings back those memories. So that possum, whenever he sees a possum, he'll just think of the black caps. He'll think of the black caps. (laughs) He'll think of Mitch. Oh, Mitchy. Oh, Mitchy. Oh, Mitchy boy. (laughs) You've got a good get. You've got a good get coming up. Yeah, well, speaking of. Speaking of Mitch, it's not the possum, Mitch. We're actually going to get <laughs> Daryl Mitchell on the phone. So big thank you to Willie Nichols, who's over there coordinating all the interviews. He knows that we're up and about and fizzing, and, and he's been able to coordinate Daryl Mitchell for us after Trudy's news. So that's going to be great to get straight away the reaction from the man of the moment, the man who carried New Zealand to victory with 73 not out of 48 deliveries, got us across the line with an over to spare to qualify for the World Cup final. How good is that? Well, when we talk cricket, we also say thanks to PIC Insurance Brokers going in the bat for you from quote to claim time. Don't, don't forget to give us a call as well on 0800 150 811. Keep those texts flying. The text machine <laughs> is blowing up this morning. We'll try and get to them as much as we can, double eight, double three. But for now, it's coming up 7.30. It means we're off to see Trudy with the news for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building New Zealand. Yeah, this is SENZ. It is uh, Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Uh, seems we might have just uh, lost the boys there momentarily. We've got uh, Daryl Mitchell on the way, the man who hit the winning runs uh, in the Cricket World Cup semi final oh. between the Black Caps and England. I think we've got the boys back. Is Baz, you there? We're yeah, here, I was outside looking for that possum. How good's that story? That's a ripper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a couple of texts there. We are going to get uh, Daryl Mitchell. Last long. <laughs> we're we're going to get Daryl Mitchell on the phone shortly over there in the UAE. Uh, there's a couple here, though. Take a bow, Daryl Mitchell and the Black Caps. Also want to give a huge rap to Nisham. His ability to clear the fence from ball one is freakish and so hard to do. Yeah, Could not agree more, especially in a, in a World Cup semi-final when so much is on the line to come out and to be able to say... Forget needing to get a couple of balls to get going here. I'm just going to do what the team needs to do and put the opposition under mm. pressure and take that risk. And that's what experience and calm heads can do in pressure situations. So spot on, Jimmy Neesham and also uh, Daryl Mitchell. Is you want to read another couple there, mate? 
Yeah, mate, I want to ask you about this one. Baz, Just the tabloids again. are going to have a field day with your good mate Eon um, for electing to bat first. Such a high percentage of teams batting. Second win, that is from Blair. I don't think the tabloids have much to really write about. That was They got the runs on the board. They could have bowled a lot better, a little better... Um, you know, there's moments in the field that could have gone their way that might have changed the match, but there's not much that the tabloids can say. Black Caps just batted extreme well, and Daryl Mitchell won the game, surely. Yeah, and also that's also not not correct either because, um, sorry, Blair, but Kane won the toss and he elected to field, so that's um, mm. that's not actually the case. But yeah, no one in their right mind would have won the toss and batted in those conditions with the with the slant towards teams chasing. But that's okay. We don't get them all right. Um, what else have we got there? We've got fizzing after that, lads. Need, needed to be in a pub to go through the emotions with some other like-minded folk. Jimmy Nishan turned a great start to the day. The team that keeps on giving, Richard. Well, Richard, I hope you're down in Christchurch and you're enjoying your long weekend down there and listening on 12.60am to us here on SENZ and Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Yeah, Long weekend? So what? It starts today. You, you get... Today, tomorrow, Saturday, Sunday. Nah, yeah, Friday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And I think Monday, maybe. I think Monday, but definitely Friday. Yeah, people taking Friday off and, uh, yeah, ripping into the long weekend down here, mate. It's a very special weekend here in Christchurch. We've got Cup Day on Saturday, but, mate, that's enough of that. We've got a few more texts. Everyone's up and about. We've got another one here. Boys, how good? I'm an absolute codehead. I love the oval ball. But this cricket stirs something in me that rugby doesn't. I think it's the result of the late 90s and early 90s where we, we were rubbish. After years of mediocrity and failure, whenever our black caps win, it's so, so much more heightened. I feel it in my loins. That is from Ch- uh, Paddy in Christchurch. He's up and about. And that's right, mate. That, I, I was a real, like back in the days, Astle. Uh, who else? Jeff Allett, you know, Flem, even watching Flem at Napier, McLean Park there, loved it. But we'd win some, and then we'd, we'd probably win as consistent as we are t- as today, Bears. And this Black Caps are just so consistent. Look, what's that? T20, OD, T20 final, T- ODI finalists, WTC world champions. Every format covered. Mate, cricket is just flying Amazing. in this country, and I wouldn't be surprised if it's... If we if if we it doesn't get a bit more of a following come going forward, mate, it's absolutely outstanding. You must be proud being a fellow captain, fellow player. Oh, I am, mate. Oh, like really proud, mate. To be honest, because I, I remember, you know, it wasn't always as lofty as what we currently, you know, what, mm. what we see from this team. It, it's, there's some dark days that that led to, um, you know, the changes which needed to be made, and you know we're. And, Incredibly, and I know this current group of players will be incredibly respectful of the the players that have been before, um, and they'll understand what they're trying to do in terms of inspire the players that are that are to come, the next generation. Um, but I guess like that, if we're being totally honest, we haven't always been as good as what we are now, you know, and that's an understatement if ever mm. I've heard one. But these guys now, their consistency and their ability to just perform on the biggest stage and do it in a manner which every other team around the world respects and, and appreciates um, and and handle themselves with just such um, such a, a nice demeanour and you know they, they just they're a pleasure to be able to support this cricket team and they get 
all the success they get, they completely deserve it. So yeah, I am proud, mate. As a former former black mm. cap, who you know had the opportunity to to wear the wear the shirt and and wear the cap, and you know look at these guys now, and and you, you're a little bit envious because of how how good they are, you know, and that's great. Mm. It's not out of jealous or anything. It's just you just got total adulation for them, and yeah. Yeah, it makes you quite emotional, actually, mate, because you've seen the journey which you've did, this team's been on to now now sit with they are. Do you know the defining moment for me, defining moment where I got an understanding of what this team's about and what what they you know what kind of characters they are when when Mo and Ali when I think it was Devin Conway hit the ball down past Mo and Ali, he could have fielded it, but um, Daryl Mitchell got in the way. They could have ran a single. Daryl actually called no. I think it was Jimmy Nesham actually called to know and they could have run a single and then he like you know could have just ran off got the single but they just put um you know just so much respect uh and, and even hearing the commentators react to that it just really defined and shaped who they are as a team and i, I really love that eh, mate because teams could have like i could picture the aussies taking a single there 100 percent haven't you know <laughs> yeah no that's right and and that's i guess one of the things they just they believe in playing the game in the right spirit mate and they don't they don't compromise mm. that, um, regardless of the situation of the game. And that's again, that's that's authentic behaviour. It's not masquerading, which you get with some teams. That's that's genuine authenticity. Mm. So they're a pleasure of a team to support. Not only are they a bloody good cricket team, but they're also a bloody great bunch of blokes too. So we're going to speak to one of them very soon. We're just he's, as as we expect, he's very much in demand. But we're going to have Daryl Mitchell on the phone <laughs> shortly. Um, but for now, we're just going to take a quick break and we'll come back on the other side. Hopefully, we've got Daryl Mitchell from the UAE, the Spaz and Izzy Breakfast on SNZ. Yeah, good morning. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SNZ. We're three minutes away from the 8 o'clock hour here on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. And, well, we're just reacting to that wonderful performance from the Black Caps. How good. we got Louis Herman a lot on the line. He'll be up and about. Good morning, Louis. Louis. Hey, boys, what a result. I mean, I'll keep it short <laughs> and sweet because, look, we're really just reveling. And, I mean, this has become so regular, getting to bask in the glory of the Black Cats over the last five, ten years. And it's just an absolute privilege. So congratulations, and uh, you guys are doing a great job fizzing everyone up this morning. Um, yesterday was a little bit of a balloon pop day at Rickerton in the later stages of the card for me on the pump, but that's all right. The racing was still good. The racing yeah, good. so you didn't make a quid, mate. No quid? No quid for Louis? Uh, look, down a little. I, I did my, my best of the day once I thought about it was Wild Rover, and it got crushed into 250 in, in race number two. And um, so I went up, and then it just was a slow sinking ship from there. And look, not too far away, but just in... Interesting results, and look, I mean, shock, Tiaka, when they knuckle down and when their horses get fit and they find rhythm, they just can't really be stopped. And Opie Boss, and I mean, like, all credit to David Ellis here, he's got Opie fit, weight, you know, weight reasonable, and Opie's uh, drive is back again, and he just outrides everybody. He just finds lengths on horses mm. by riding smart, so some of them soon win the Schwamba Stewards, and obviously the big one, Marcus Aurelius and the 17th Coop, Coops and Bacon yes. Mile, the group two over the mile, uh, $4.10 on the toe to close that. You can get a better price. I was on this Tycoon Road at the um, Drift at about $3.20, and I thought she was a 
touch disappointing, didn't quite let down, but then nothing seemed to make ground in that race. So I just think it was a smart ride from Opie getting across, finding the rail or close to it, and, and Marcus mm. Aurelius did the rest. So shock, Tiaka, at this time of year, they just really come to the party. I got on that. I got on that, Louie. I got on that. And the only <laughs> reason I went on that was Opie. And the only reason I went on that because Opie, Opie won the race before on a $6 shot, I think summer or something. And it went really, really good. It went big. So that's why I got on Marcus Aurelius. And after taking a fair year of tips, it got me back to even. So there you go, <laughs> Louie. I was up and about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. All right, Louie. Good luck, mate. Thank you very much for that loveracing.nz update. You're home for everything thoroughbred racing. Visit loveracing.nz. They are racing's biggest fan. And at some point, we will get on to our pacing for purpose as well. Because we've just got so much going on. We've got cricket. We've got punting. We've got trying to get a phone call out of the UAE. There's all sorts going on, but none of it actually matters because the Black Caps are in the final. How good is that? And as Louis said, we're starting to get used to it. 20% off the everyday low price of Bulldog skincare for men. This is Baz and Izzy for breakfast on ECNZ. Yeah, good morning. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ. We had a big show today, racing, rugby, bit of cricket, but that's just gone out the window. We are just talking cricket today because <laughs> that's all we want to talk about. That's all you want to talk to be, talk about at home too. So keep those text messages coming through, double eight, double three, or give us a call on the Kenneth High phone line. It's been a great morning. Great morning. A special morning. We're up and about. We've got all types of messages coming through. We've even had someone name a possum after Daryl Mitchell. Daryl Mitchell, the champion opening batter. How good was he? We might even get a bit of a lead into what he's about and get some finer details of the great man because it's been a wonderful story. It's been great to watch his story transpire on the big stage, Bears. Have we got the great man online? Okay, okay. I'll read a couple of texts. I'll read a couple of texts, Bears. Morning, Bears and Izzy. I totally agree with you, Bears. As New Zealanders, I think we perform well on the global stage because we're not a team of individuals. We go out and we play for each other no no matter what team it is. We are a small country. I think we I think our mentally is to bind our mentality is to bind together to get the job done and someone that got the job done today was this man and i'm going to give it over to you bez thank you very much is yes yeah, spot on straight out of the uae we really appreciate him joining us he was a superstar performer today for the black caps smoking 73 or 48 getting us home from a vicarious position and has now qualified the black caps for the final hopefully take on australia hello daryl congratulations mate Hey, Baz, how you going? No, thank you. Thank you very much. Good, mate. Uh, he, um, you must be absolutely buzzing. We saw your old man in the crowd. He had a little wry smile. I haven't seen him smile for a while on TV, yeah. but he looked like he was enjoying it. There was a crowd was going off. The, the dugout was absolutely pumping as well at the end there. I know you've been around this team now for a while and you've had some great days, but is today right up there with, with what you've been able to achieve in a black jersey? Yeah, obviously, you know what it's like. It, it probably hasn't quite sunk in yet what just happened. Um, but, yeah, it was 
pretty cool to get the job done and, and to, yeah, obviously sneak into a World Cup final. It's pretty special. Um, I know the boys are, are pretty excited sitting in the sheds there. And, um, yeah, we're obviously looking forward to the next one in a couple of days. Mate, talk us through. It's Izzy Dag here, mate. Great to chat to you, Daryl, mate. Outstanding. Loving your tournament so far. One more, brother. One more. Keep going. But talk us through that innings, mate. Talk us through those moments, your mentality, you know, periods of there when, when things were ticking along slowly and then you ramped it up, mate. Talk us through it. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's obviously, I, I think the way England actually set that total first of all, you know, 170 on that surface was, was pretty good. And, um, yeah, we obviously probably didn't get off the start that we, we sort of planned for, but um, I thought the way England bowled with that new ball was, was challenging. Uh, Mark Wood on that surface, it was, it was pretty tough bowling absolute gas, and it was, yeah, obviously not coming through at different heights, but, um, yeah, I think the way Dev um, sort of controlled the platform and, and didn't didn't look like wherever sort of, um, what's the word, I guess, in, in trouble, we just sort of kept trying to make sure we just kept trying to tick along, and, and then the way Nish came out and played that innings and, and really shifted momentum into our favour, and, yeah, it was obviously, it was, it was pretty nice to... To get the job done, and um, you know we're like the Kiwis, we're, we're pretty happy just to play it low key, and um, yeah, just get on with the next one now. Uh, tell me, mate, you needed 57 off 24 when um, when Niche came out. We're, I sort of made a mention that, that if, if we're sort of looking to try and hit five sixes, then we we sort of make things a lot easier on the way home. What was your mentality? Was there a boundary mentality, or, or what was what was the conversations between you and Niche at that point? Yeah, we, we obviously, um, I mean, the rate was was pretty high there, but it never felt like it was out of control. Um, we felt the surface was getting easier as the innings went on, um, and especially with the, the match-ups in terms of a short boundary on one side, we we definitely thought, oh, yeah, we're obviously trying to clear the rate and swing as hard as we could, but um, there was definitely a, a plan with how we sort of wanted to go about it, and I thought the way, yeah, Nish, Obviously, took down that over Chris Jordan there was was really special. Um, yeah, I think yeah, you know what it's like. The game of inches, a, a couple just landed over the rope for us, which which went our way, which could have not on another day. But um, you know the way uh, the way the boys sort of just went out with that intent and um, yeah, had in there trying to swing as hard as you can and, and make sure you connect with a few. Mate, it was outstanding. You were connecting with more than a few towards the end of that match, mate. We're up and about. The whole country's right behind you. We even had someone on the show who had a possum on his roof. He was going to go shoot it, <laughs> but he decided to leave it, and he's called it Mitchell. How good's that? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that possum's got more hair than me. Uh, Izzy can help you with that, I reckon. Anyway, hey, hey, um, yeah, I don't want to say that, but you know, I, I thought I better not bring that up. <laughs> uh, good man. Hey, mate. Um, obviously, your old man's over there as well. It'd be be nice to be able to maybe share a beer with him later on. But what about the dressing room? Uh, I guess uh, the boys mm. they get to have a quiet sort of celebratory drink and just start to project forward now, or, or what? Very, very professional in there. I think you know what it's like, Baz. I mean, yeah, we obviously um, we know that in New Zealand cricket, we're we're only five million Kiwis, and we're very lucky to be in this position. Um, only uh, yeah, the history of New Zealand cricket, you know, these days don't come about often. So we'll definitely make sure we enjoy it. Um, but at the same time, we we know that we've got a big one coming up in a few days' time. So um, yeah, I think we're 
boys are pretty fizzed right now. They're yeah, really excited, um, and we'll definitely make sure that you know you. These are the moments you play for, and, and sitting in the shed, they're, they're the things you remember when, when you finish. So um, yeah, we'll definitely enjoy it. But yeah, we know we've got a job to do in a few days' time. Well, man, you're a wanted, you're a wanted fella. So we won't hold you're probably the most wanted man in New Zealand right now. So we won't hold you for too long. But talk about your game, mate. You are an all rounder. You can bowl. But do you just consider yourself just a batter now? Because with how you're batting, you're opening, you're getting runs on the board, you know, you're still a bit of bowling a bit in the nets or you're just batting? No, I love being an all-rounder. I think it suits my personality. It um, allows me to have a chance to do both. And, and, yeah, obviously, with the way the boys are bowling at the moment, I'm not needed, which is which is awesome. Uh, but, um, yeah, I'm ready to go when need be. I've had a couple of times it got waves. I came to warm up in this tournament. They haven't had to bowl a ball yet, so... Um, yeah, I mean, I love my bowling, and yeah, hopefully um, I'll get a chance, but hopefully not in the final because it means all our bowlers are doing a hell of a job. Good man. Well, we're going to let you go, Daryl, but we really appreciate you jumping on, mate. It's, yeah, it's wonderful, especially so so soon after uh, hitting the winning runs for for us in the in the World Champion. Cup semi final and qualifying the Black Caps for another tilt at another yeah. World title. So enjoy the moment, mate. Savor it, and uh, there's so much. Goodwill and support from back here, so pass that on to the boys for us as well. No, thank you, Mel. You know, yeah, I think the, the country's to stand up late. I know there'll be a few coffees had this morning, so um, yeah, thanks. <laughs> and hopefully they can get up uh, early one more time and, and see what happens. Here, eh? yeah, yeah. good man. Thank you very much. That was Daryl Mitchell, the superstar of the Black Caps, who has, of course, they've qualified for the World Cup final. Hopefully, it's Australia. That'd be a goodie, wouldn't it? Take down the old Aussies oh. over there. I know you guys will be listening over there as well on the SN app, SNZ app. Yeah, Hutchie, <laughs> you'll be listening. We're coming for you. We're coming for the Aussies and other Kiwis. That <laughs> was Daryl Mitchell. <laughs> Big thanks as well to the to uh, to Willie Nichols and all the Black Caps um, media team. We know it's not easy. We know they're in high demand, and for them to jump on our show so so soon after is very much appreciated. Don't forget as well, it is 3 a.m. that final on, uh, what day is it? What day is the final? Monday. On, uh, Monday, 3 a.m. Monday, and you can listen to us on SENZ. Daniel McCarty and either Grant Elliott, if he hasn't got the flu, or Hamish <laughs> Bennett, who did a fine job this morning. He did a wonderful job, yes, actually. Big, mm. big Hamish Bennett. He's a very thoughtful a man. Worried, McCarty, yeah. well, he's just a great caller. You reckon he'll be getting a little insecure about his position now? I might have to go three mics. Yeah. You always get a bit edgy, don't you, when you give someone an opportunity? Yeah, look at look at Richie Moore. He gave Bodie an opportunity. He's straight in there. Probably start. You don't want to give anyone an opportunity, mate. Yeah, that's, that's why right. we couldn't yeah, bring someone in for you, mate, because obviously you're just, unf- <laughs> you're just unfillable. <laughs> un- ir- ir- irreplaceable. Unfillable. <laughs> <laughs> Unfillable. There's a word, eh? Irreplaceable. <laughs> it is. It is this morning. <laughs> it is. <laughs> hey, it's, it's, it's your show, mate. You can say yeah. whatever you want, yeah. and that can. I know. Unbelievable. Right, eight thirteen. Eight thirteen in the morning. Plenty more to come shortly. We've got Stephen Marsh on the phone shortly as well to talk a bit of. Racing, but let us know your thoughts on the Black Caps double eight double three. The text line is firing up, and we appreciate each and every one of them. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Big thanks to the Kim's Warehouse. Great savings every day. Yeah, good morning. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SENZ. It's 18 minutes past eight. 
here on the Bears and Izzy for breakfast. Hope you're having a cracking day so far. You're three coffees deep because how good was that Black Caps win? We've got a quick text message I want to read out. We would like to thank your station for the live broadcast of the cricket matches, especially last night. We don't have Sky Sports, so being able to listen is great. That is J&G Butler from Dunedin. No worries. Yeah, great work from Dan McCarty and Hamish Bennett last night, calling that call and getting you live updates, live, keeping you in those crucial moments throughout that match. It was an unbelievable, I'm going to say it, unbelievable innings from the Black Cats. And we just had Daryl Mitchell on. If you missed that, make sure you download the app, SCNZ app, and go to Baz and Izzy for breakfast, and you'll get the Daryl Mitchell uh, interview we just had with him. He was awesome to give us his 10 minutes of his time. He's a wanted man. But anyway, it wouldn't be a Baz and Izzy show without a few tips. And without a bit of horse. <laughs> with that. And we love a horse chest. So we've got to do a bit of, yeah, a bit of racing. A bit of racing. So I'm going to fuck it, uh, throw it over to my good friend, Baz. That, <laughs> that was a chuck it. I was going <laughs> to chuck it over to my good friend, <laughs> Baz McCullum over there. <laughs> that was chuck it. It's your it show. You can say whatever you want. Don't worry about this. <laughs> I'm going to chuck it to my good friend, Baz McCullum. There you go, Baz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, isn't it's a great pleasure to be able to have Stephen Marsh on the show this morning. If there is a trainer as hot as what he is at the moment with his team in New Zealand, then who is that? Because his team are absolutely flying, and has he got a real live chance in the New Zealand Cup on Saturday in Lincoln King? He joins us this morning on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Good morning, Marshy. Morning, boys. How are we doing? Oh, we're good. Sorry about having to just sort of move you all over the show. You would have been up watching the cricket too, wouldn't you? Or were you just too busy training horses? No, I'll tell you what, we're all uh, huddled around one phone at the track and uh, very exciting. Yeah, no, uh, we all loved it. Give a few big cheers and, geez, how good were they, the boys? Oh, they were strong. They were strong. But talk about going good. What about your team? Three wins on Tuesday, three wins the other day on feature day. Team's absolutely flying, mate. You must be delighted. Yeah, things are going really good at the moment. Um, sort of the weather's come right, track's coming right, and the team's really coming right at the certainly the right time of the year because it's a little bit of a scratchy start to the season, but now nah, things are really uh, ramping up good now we're wrapped. Yeah, and especially when you're coming into, I guess, from a, a trainer's point of view, you've got some sales which you're going to try and hopefully unload a little bit of cash on and get some more stock in the stable as well. It's always good for, I guess, owners and syndicators um, if you're able to keep putting the wins on the board and, and just give those guys confidence to reinvest with you. Absolutely, yeah, and especially now we've got the ready-to-runs coming up uh, next week and you know our, our main Caracas sales, not till uh, Yenning sales, not till March, so might give us a little bit more um, confidence to have a little bit of a look at these... Uh, and he's ready to run as soon as we've got an extra couple of months up our sleeve to syndicate them before the yearlings start rolling in. So, yeah, no, it'll be, uh, it'll be an interesting sale, this. Yeah, too right. Hey, mate, what about the sad day? Sad day's a huge day, obviously. Izzy, Izzy will be all over this uh, this punt of yours. Um, Lincoln awesome. King, are we a chance? Are, are we gonna, are we, is he worth a little $5 each way on, mate? I think, look, he's going so well. Um, just watch his replay from Saturday. Didn't get all, he's just about to start really winding up. Didn't get a lot of luck late. Wasn't beaten far. Um, you know, bodes well was, uh, you know, the real run of the race. But I'm just 
like the way Lincoln King's coming up this time. Everything's just been better than last year. I was hoping he's going to draw a little bit better. 15's a little bit hairy, but um, no, he's uh, he's going great. He's bounced out of that last no good. Look, the ground was hard, so it probably didn't hurt him not to have a, a really hard run on it. Um, and he's just bounced out of it so well. So we're pretty confident. Um, we've been confident all the way through, and yeah, we are very confident of a massive run in the cup. Oh, nice. Well, hey, it's Izzy here. Great to have you on the show. Marshy, Lincoln King, drawing number 50, ridden by Danielle Johnson. So ideal plan for Saturday, starting wide. So what's the real, what's the real uh, you know, plan that you want to initiate going into that race? Well, I don't want to just get him too far back and sort of get him out of... Um get him out the back. I want him to sort of be... He doesn't over-race, so I want to be positive enough out of the gates. Hopefully he can... If he could lob a step, you know, further forward than midfield, one off the rail or put him to sleep on the rail, that would be ideal. So that's going to need a good ride, but at least you got, you know, you sort of start at the top of the straight. And at least you got a decent enough run um, that you can sort yourself out. But yeah, definitely being the big full field of 18, we don't want to be getting too far back. Mm. Is that Mate, your um, confidence? Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, yes. No, I was going to say, is, is that your best tip for Saturday? Have you got anything else you can steer us into for the weekend? We'd love a little tip here on the Baz and Izzy for breakfast. I need yeah, good, well, tips tips good tips. Yeah, well, if you watch the run of Fetakian on Saturday, she's still looking for a gap. She was big. Um, I think she'd be our other uh, big chance for Saturday down at Rickenham. Probably looks here. Our next best. Um, actually, I'll tell you where I think there's a bit of money to be made is tomorrow at Awapuni. We're venturing three mm-hmm. down there, and uh, I'd rate all three's chances highly. Um, probably races one and two our best chances. Um, probably, yeah, I think race two, GC. He's a new horse to the stables. I really rate him. Lovely horse. Um, I think he's going to be very hard to beat. And then you've got the way La Bella Beals is... Is going really good in illumination tip form again. So yeah, three chances down there. I thought they were all solid, solid uh, bets. Oh, beautiful. We get paid on a hey. Friday. We can get paid on a Saturday. How good's this? <laughs> hey, let's get Marshall more let's often. Let's, let's, yeah, let's hope. Let's hope we're right. It, it looks, it looks good on paper, <laughs> but uh, unfortunately, hey, no, it's not that easy. Hey, mate. So obviously your stable's based in, in Cambridge, and we know at the moment with some of the challenges around COVID and that 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 brings about its own challenges trying to be able to get horses in and around the country and things. How's your team, mate? There must be, obviously I'm, I'm a coach and you know, I appreciate trying to pull people together and, and for one common goal. Is it similar as a, as a horse trainer that you've got to keep spirits high and, and you've got to keep the, the team motivated and, and then that flows into the success on the track? Yeah, well, all the staff love, you know, they've all got their sort of, their horses here, their favourites and all that. They love going to the races with At the moment, we're just locked up. I mean, they're just going to work every day. They're sort of, you know, everyone loves to get to that race meeting with their favourite and that. But, yeah, I mean, we can only go to Tirapa at the moment in Cambridge and uh, locked up everywhere. So it's it's difficult, you know, you're sending teams, you know, like we're sending teams to Tauron or we've got them running it. You know, obviously, our opinion tomorrow and just calling on all outside people to help us. Um, it's, I must say, it's great. The people in the industry you get behind you and, and certainly very, um, you know, very accommodating. And, you know, the stables giving us staff and, you know, it's, it's really quite cool. And, you know, it's, 
But we had 18 trial at and, and couldn't send a staff member. I had people coming from Napier, Palmerston North, um, everywhere. So, yeah, it's it's been really good. It's a bit of a nightmare, but, hey, I think we're lucky to be racing and we should, uh, you know, it'll be a lot more difficult if we were locked up and uh, horses out in the mm. paddock. So we'll take it, And uh, but it will be nice once we're let out. Jeez, we'll be like caged tigers getting out again. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm but sure. My co-host on Monday at about 11:50, when he walked out of his MIQ, he was ready to get out of there. Two weeks in prison. Anyway, Marshy, just before we get yeah, I bet, let you I go, bet you just got out of MIQ. You'd be pretty happy about that, wouldn't you, Spaz? You'd be. Uh, oh, I got a bit thirsty as well. Yeah, I, yeah, I found a couple of likely well, no, companions. Yeah, I look forward to buying you one actually. You're normally the one that stumps up for the uh, for the beers, so which is unusual for a horse trainer to be so generous. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you've been hanging around with Richie too long. <laughs> <laughs> I'm meant to be playing golf with Richie today, actually, so I might see if I can hook him for the for the green fees. See if he'll take care of those. Oh, I think you're a million to one, mate. I think. <laughs> yeah, no, you won't go too good there. <laughs> oh, very good. Well, we know you're a busy man, mate. You've got a big team that you've got to get up and, and running over there and, and get through all the work. So thanks heaps for joining us here on Baz and Izzy for ah, breakfast. Sounds like we're multi- multiing up okay. multiing up the three at Awapuni into uh, Lincoln King in the weekend. Too easy. Let's get paid. GC. Thanks, Marshy. GC. Fresh up. GC. Fresh especially up. Especially races one and two, I think, tomorrow. Um, hopefully the track doesn't get too firm for illumination. But, yeah, we're pretty confident. Beauty. Good man, love it, love it. I'm on. There he goes. Hey, I'm on. Stephen Marsh, that was GC. <laughs> and Stephen Marsh is currently, I think, if he's not leading the premiership, he's very close to it. He's got a team which is red hot at the moment, and he's uh, yeah, he's going super. Three wins on on Tuesday, three wins on the on the meet last week as well, and it sounds like he's got a good chance of being able to go bang. Bang for uh, for tomorrow, Awapuni, and then into Lincoln King in the cup. And what's Lincoln King paying? Must be about six bucks. Six bucks. Six bucks. That's pretty I've good, got, isn't it? I've gone perfect pink into Lincoln King in a wee multi, so that's my little gravy yeah, that I've, nice. I've gone into. I'm looking forward to watching yeah, it. Like but now I'm going to go GC. GC tomorrow, written by Danielle Johnson. And race number two, and then race one, I can't find Stephen Marsh's horse, so I don't know which one he's got in race one. So we have to we you have to get the name for me, and then I might multi that one in two, mate. So looking forward to that. All right, beauty. And what about our pacing for purpose punt as well? Race eight, we got fifty to win on River Red. It was huge three starts back at Addington. It's first go from a standing start. Now next two starts, it's drawn poorly from the mobiles. Had no luck from those draws. Had a soft run the first day, dictated to by the draw. So should be ready to run a cracker today. You can go and get in each way if you want. And you might just get around the $7 and two fifties. That's our pacing for purpose. Punt for us as well. It's 8.30 in the morning. Plenty more to come. We are off to Trudy with the news for Kubota. Together we're shaping and building New Zealand. 
Yeah, good morning. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ. That was Stephen Marsh. He's got a couple of runners tomorrow. Make sure you download the Baz and Izzy for breakfast podcast on the SCNZ app and you'll get a few tips leading tomorrow. Starting tomorrow, Awapuni, race one, race two. He gave us a wee bit of gravy. I'll just give it to you. La Bella Bills, race number one. Ridden by Danielle Johnson, drawn number five. That is racing in number one. And then race number two, GC. Ridden by Danielle Johnson, drawn number six. So there you go. He gave us a little lead into that. And then he said Fedekin. Fedekin on Saturday as well as Lincoln King in the main race. Great to have Stephen Marsh on. We had Daryl Mitchell as well celebrating that win. The Black Caps, how good was that performance? We're going to talk about that a bit more throughout this morning. We've got about 25 left, 25 minutes left on the show. We're coming up. We're going to have Tom Parsons. Tom Parsons is the captain of the Hawks Bay Magpies. They are playing Tasman this weekend in the Premiership semi-final. So looking forward to chatting to him. He's going to come up shortly. If you've got any questions for Tom Parsons, make sure you text us on double eight double three, and we'll fire those to him. Looking forward to chatting to him, but we'll be back shortly after a wee little break. Yeah, good morning. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ. We're 22 minutes away from Smithy, the doyen, as he sends us to about 12 o'clock with a good show. No doubt he'll be reacting to that performance from the Black Caps. How good. The run sheet's gone out the window. We've had to push our next <laughs> guest right to the end of the show. Tom Parsons, Magpies Lock, an inspirational captain joins us to talk about this history-making young side, the Mighty Magpies. After locking the shield away for the summer, there is something on the line that not many Magpies teams have even come close to, a premiership. How good would that be? Maggies versus Tasman Markle this Saturday, and we've got the inspirational captain on the line, Tom Parsons. Good morning, brother. Morning, Diggy. How we going? Good, mate. Sorry sorry to push you back, but there was a pretty important game that went on this morning and a pretty important win, mate. Did you get up and see the catch the end of that one, or have you seen any highlights? Pretty amazing. Um, no, I've seen a few highlights. It's, yeah, unreal by the boys over there. But, um, no, I didn't catch it this morning. Um, but, yeah, yeah, great to see the, see the boys doing well and a uh, pretty special team. Yeah, they are, mate. They are a very, very special team. We've been up and about this morning talking about it, but we're going to talk about your special team, mate. This Magpies outfit, young, exciting, doing some big things, mate. Talk us through this week. How's the week been leading into a rematch? Tasman Markle coming to Hawke's Bay to try and end the, the dream run. How's the week been? <laughs> um, no, the week's been good, eh? Um, some boys got a bit of a rest in the over the weekend and have come back pretty fresh. So the old um, on Monday when it's usually just your walkthrough day, some of the boys were trying to rip in. The old pace was up, so they pulled the handbrake back a little bit. But um, nah, she's yeah, the boys are travelling nicely. Obviously, um, yeah, big match this weekend against uh, a, a good Tassie team um, who we've played before, so they'll be coming up. Um, mm. No doubt to try and right or wrong. Um, so yeah, the boys are boys are loving it, ready to rip in, um, and yeah, just get through. Today's our big execution day, so we'll know know how boys are feeling after today. 
Yeah, well, what's been the main message, mate? What's been the main messages this week when you're heading into a playoff uh, round when you're playing a semi-final against a Tasman Markle, which you, you beat comfortably last time out, um, but no doubt this is different. So what's been the main message? Um, the main message is just that we've only only earned this week, so to, um, mm. for us to go any further, we need to put the put the work in and um, just yeah, make sure we're only focused on Tasman and um, and yeah, we played them and we beat them and I know whether maybe they might have underestimated us a little bit and but they definitely won't be this time. So the message has been that mm. we've got to got to get the work done to make sure that. Um, yeah, we we can combat a team that will be coming up with um with all guns blazing. Hey Tom, it's bad here, mate. Hey, uh, what really interests me about what you said on Monday, how you had to pull the handbrake up on the boys a little bit. Do you see sort of as um, part of your job, I guess, as skipper, is to very much just be across the pulse of the group and know when to push them a little harder, know when to pull them back a little bit. And is that a, a really important part of your job? Um, yeah, no, I think it is an important job just, um, yeah, just to be across um, how the boys are feeling and just to make sure that we stick to our process and we don't don't um, mm. blow the boys out too early in the week. Like it's yeah, it's a big week to prep for a semi final and you want to be peaking right at the at the perfect time and that's on Saturday at four four thirty five at McLean Park. So we don't want to don't want to be peaking on a Monday. Um, so yeah, <laughs> first. Managing that's uh, um, quite a crucial part. Yeah, you have to tell the coaches to calm down if it's anything like cricket at times as well. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, what yeah, about from? So what about from um, from today through to as you say four o'clock on Saturday? Well, talk to us a little bit about what the schedule and, and what you guys what it, what it looks like over the next sort of forty eight hours. Um, so yeah, so we got quite a, well, a big morning this morning. Um, the boys get out on the pitch and it goes pretty much full noise today. Um, and then yeah, that's just to see where we're at and where what what areas need a little bit more work and where we might be lacking a little bit. Um, and then mm. then we have a captain's run tomorrow, which is just where we that's where we go over more detailed stuff that um, that we missed today. Um, and then from that, it's just the boys are just take the, the the time to themselves to get their mindset right and stuff ready for the for the game on Saturday. So that's pretty much the rest of the week for us. Yeah, just prepping for Saturday, mate. I'm loving that, loving that. Hey, from the last match, I was lucky enough to commentate that game and and got a bit of an understanding of what was going on. In that last match against Tasman, you, I think you only had like 35% of the ball, 40% of the ball, but the, when you had the ball, your your ability to score tries, long-range tries, your unstructured play, you guys are outstanding. Do you want to change that this week? You want to be a, you want more of the ball to try and build on pressure because finals footy, you know, you need to be able to earn the right. I feel like teams probably won't kick the ball to you as much. So when you get that opportunity, are you looking to hold the ball for longer, more periods of time? Um, yeah, definitely. And that was, we wanted that last time as well, but we just didn't, didn't mm. get it. And I think um, you, you want to, especially against a Tasman team, you want to keep the ball as long as possible so you don't give them the opportunity to play like that because they're quite good at mm. playing unstructured footy as well. Um so yeah, it's going to be a big shift from the boys up front this week. I think um, they'll have to 
do a lot of that carrying and try and set set the boys up and earn the right definitely is the the key word there, Izzy, I think, earning the right to play. Yeah. And that's been a bit of a message for our boys as well. Um that not we're not gonna get um that unstructured play every time. Um so yeah. yeah, up front the boys need to earn the right and set it up for those boys to be able to pull trigger out wide, which they're very good at when they get space. Yeah, mate. Yeah, no, you're right. You're spot on there. Earn the right, and then your, t- your team will be very successful. But someone, just before we let you go, quickly, talk us through McClutchy. Lincoln McClutchy. That's what I started calling him. He is so good, mate. <laughs> yeah, no, he's unreal, Link. He's um, he's finally, he's hitting his straps. Well, not finally, but he's still a young kid, mate. He's got a massive future, I think, and he's, um, he's a bit of a character, too, on and off the field. So mm. he's... um. Yeah, he's hit his straps this year. He, I think after that lockdown break, well, I can't remember what game it was, he came out and the man brought the wrong tee out to him and he just smacked it off over that and so he's kept that tee ever since, I think. But um, <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, no, nah, he's going well and he's, he's been massive for the team as well this year. Um, just his, his voice around the pitch and driving the boys, um, just the confidence has helped him. Nice, mate. He's outstanding. Loving what he's about and loving what your team's about at the moment, mate. You're playing outstanding as well. And go out there this weekend, do another job and lift that premiership, mate. How good would that be? Congratulations on making the semi-final. And thanks for joining us on the Bears and Izzy for breakfast. Tom Parsons, the Magpies skipper. Thanks, bud. Nah, cheers, lads. Thanks for that. Good man. Oh, it is. Gee, you're a bit up and about about the Hawks Bay boys too, eh? Oh, bag boys, oh, yeah. magpies. Well, they've, they've they've had a good run with the the shield, but no team has come close to winning the top, the the top, the premiership. We've made the semi final before, but we've never lifted that title. How good would that be for the black and white hoops, mate? I'm up and about hundred <laughs> percent. Good stuff, good stuff, Izzy. Uh, what do we got, mate? We got thirteen minutes away from nine. I'm like just we're gonna play what's in front of us right now. We might shoot off for a little a little break now, a little earlier, and then we'll get Pitt Pit Morris after the break and then into the Doyen and Smith to bring us home Ooh. on this Thursday, yeah. the eleventh of no- November. <laughs> right up, you listen to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ. Yes, you are. It is eight minutes to nine here on Thursday, the 11th of November. The 11th of November is when the Black Caps qualified for the T20 World Cup final, courtesy of Daryl Mitchell smoking 73 off 48 and Jimmy Neesham 26 off 10 and the Black Caps got home chasing England's 166 with an over to spare. What a chase that was and another exclamation mark on this team's ability. Let's hope they can go one more. Hopefully against Australia. That'd be a nice one. Pull one over the, the brothers from just up the road. Anyway, for now, it's time for us here on Baz for breakfast. We've talked a lot of cricket all morning. We've talked a little bit of rugby. We've talked a bit of racing. And now we're going to talk a little bit of punting. It's Pitt Morris from the TAB. Of course, there's a live update from the TAB. Bet live on your favourite sports with the TAB app today. Good morning, Pip. Good morning, guys. How are you? Well, I, don't know how, I know how you are after the Kiwis getting up there in the cricket. <laughs> yeah, fabulous. Was there a bit of money on the on the Kiwis at all? Uh, I'm not sure, to be honest. I haven't really looked. I'm not, I'm not an actual bookie. I'm, I'm more a presenter. 
Yeah, I think Paulie Moati actually said to us the other day that um, that there was a couple of $2,000 bets which were lobbed on the Black Caps mm. to win that semi-final at about $2.30. So... So if there's a bit of a if there's a bit of a somber mood this morning around the office, you know why. Anyway, to speak to us, uh, Pip, you got three features today. You got some tips for us? Yeah, certainly do. Of course, we've got the Suck It Up Limited New Zealand Greyhound Cup, so that kicks off the eight twenty four this evening. And I think Craig Roberts has a really good hold on the race this year. So I've gone for Leonard Bale to take it out for him. He was the middle distance Ooh. Greyhound of the Year last season. He won the Group One Derby and the Waterloo Cup. And look, he's nearly four years old, but he's racing at his best. He actually ran his PB in the semi final of a twenty nine ninety two. Needs to lead, but he's come up with a beautiful draw. And look, I think if he can do that, then it looks like uh, maybe his race this year. So I'm sticking with Leonard Bale. Beautiful. Okay. Mm. What about uh, how's your punt gone so far this week? On during Cup Week, Pit? Not too bad, actually, I have to say. I did have copy of that in the Cup, so I was very happy about that. Mm. <laughs> Went with the Auckland Way and Ray Ooh. Green, so, uh, yep, followed Tiako in. I think they pretty much follow them in with the Group 1, so uh, looks like pretty in pink on Saturday could be the way to go there, hopefully. And, yeah, mm. and on the oh, Doggo okay. so tonight, play. A, um, a couple we'll of other features, too, guys, tonight. For the dogs, and this could be some nice weather plays there. There's a power play too on the New Zealand Cup. Um, that will be up a little bit later, which are, I think is a good one there to Tokyo Bird and Leonard Bale, both for Craig. I think Leonard Bale to win and Tokyo Bird to finish fourth is around $8. And I know Andy McCook, who's going to be on course, has got Tokyo Bird on top, and she's $11 and 240 And she was really good in her heat and semi final, so could be a nice way to play that too. $11, that's right in your wheelhouse, is. In terms of odds, <laughs> beautiful. Is... Well, we, we're going to play the hot hand then. You've you've got the uh, you got the winner the other day. What about towards Saturday? You've steered us in there to uh, to pretty pretty pink. And what about um, the New Zealand Cup? What do you got there? Uh, I quite like Stephen Marsh's one actually on on in the New Zealand yes. Cup. I really like the way that it hit the line last time, and Lincoln just think like it's, a, it's just really going to eat up that ground, isn't it, Lincoln King? So. Yeah, and a multi sounding good. I've got both yeah. of your runners you just spoke about. <laughs> well, that's good. Well, hopefully, yeah, that's good. hopefully you're in luck. Uh, yeah, so no, but the uh, oh, Greyhound card tonight is, the, is a big feature, and yeah, that kicks off at around quarter past five. You've got the three group ones to look forward to as well, not only the cup, but the short course sprinters going to war there. And again, Lisa Cole looks like she's got a really good hand on that race. Big time Cooper and Typhoon Tim are both fighting out favouritism. And then you've got the group one stayers over the extreme distance of 732. So Greyhound Cup night is uh, quite special, and I hope you guys can tune in and Get some Excellent. Thank you very much, Pip. That was Pip Morris from the TAB. Of course, promotions in play and hundreds of sports markets to choose from. Visit tab.co.nz. Please gamble responsibly, R18. We are going to quickly head now over to the Doyen in the beautiful Hawks Bay for our temper sleep on it with Smitty. Of course, temper mattresses, pillows, and adjustable bases conform hey, to the Dad. exact shape of your body for unrivaled comfort and yes. support. Oh. Yes, you are. It is eight minutes to nine here on Thursday, the 11th of November. The 11th of November is when the Black Caps qualified for the T20 World Cup final, courtesy of Daryl Mitchell smoking 73 off 48 and Jimmy Neesham 26 off 10 and the Black Caps got home chasing England's 
166 with an over to spare. What a chase that was. And another exclamation mark on this team's ability. Let's hope they can go one more, hopefully against Australia. That'd be a nice one. Pull one over the, the brothers from just up the road. Anyway, for now, it's time for us here on Baz Nizzi for breakfast. We've talked a lot of cricket all morning. We've talked a little bit of rugby. We've talked a bit of racing. And now we're going to talk a little bit of punting. It's Pitt Morris from the TAB. Of course, there's a live update from the TAB. Bet live on your favourite sports with the TAB app today. Good morning, Pitt. Good morning, guys. How are you? Well, I, don't know, I know how you are after the Kiwis getting up there in the cricket. <laughs> yeah, fabulous. Was there a bit of money on the, on the Kiwis at all? Uh, I'm not sure, to be honest. I haven't really looked. I'm not, I'm not an actual bookie. I'm, I'm more a presenter. <laughs> yeah, I think Paulie Moati actually said to us the other day that um, that there was a couple of $2,000 bets which were lobbed on the Black Caps to win that semi-final at about $2.30. So, so if there's a bit of a if there's a bit of a sombre mood this morning around the office, you know why. But anyway, to speak to us, uh, Pip, you got three features today. You got some tips for us? Yeah, certainly do. Of course, we've got the Suck It Up Limited New Zealand Greyhound Cup. So that kicks off at 8.24 this evening. And I think Craig Roberts has a really good hold on the race this year. So I've gone for Leonard Bale to take it out for him. He was the middle distance Ooh. Greyhound of the year last season. He won the Group 1 Derby and the Waterloo Cup. And look, he's nearly four years old, but he's racing at his... Best. He actually ran his PB in the semi-final of a 29.92. Needs to lead, but he's come up with a beautiful draw. And look, I think if he can do that, then it looks like uh, maybe his race this year. So I'm sticking with Leonard Bale. Beautiful. Okay. Mm. What about uh, how's your punt gone so far this week on during Cup Week, Pit? Not too bad, actually. I have to say, I did have copy of that in the cup, so I was, I was very happy about that. Mm. <laughs> Went with the Auckland way and Ray Ooh. Green, so. Uh, yep, follow Tiako in. I think they pretty much follow them in with the group one. So uh, looks like pretty in pink on Saturday could be the way to go there, hopefully. And yeah, and on the oh, doggo. Okay, so we're going to play. A, um, a couple of other features too, guys, tonight for the dogs. And this could be some nice weather plays there. There's a power play too on the New Zealand Cup. Um, that will be up a little bit later, which are, I think there's a good one there to Tokyo Bird and Leonard Bale both for Craig. I think to- Leonard Bale to win and Tokyo Bird to finish fourth is around $8. And I know Andy McCook, who's going to be on course, has got Tokyo Bird on top, and she's $11 and 240 And she was really good in her heat and semi-final, so could be a nice way to play that too. $11, that's right in your wheelhouse is, in terms of odds. <laughs> Beautiful, Pat. Well, we're going to play the hot hand then. You've you've got the uh, you got the winner the other day. What about towards Saturday? You've steered us in there to uh, to pretty pretty pink. And what about um, the New Zealand Cup? What do you got there? Uh, I quite like Stephen Marsh's one actually on on in the New Zealand yes. Cup. I really like the way that it hit the line last time, and Lincoln just think King. like it's, a, it's just really going to eat up that ground, isn't it, Lincoln King? So yeah, and our multi sounding good. I've got both of your runners you just spoke about. (laughs) Hopefully. 
hopefully you're in luck. <laughs> yeah, so no, but the uh, oh, green hunt card tonight is the is a big feature, and yeah, that kicks off at around quarter past five. You've got the three group ones to look forward to as well. Not only the cup, but the short course sprinters going to war there. And again, Lisa Cole looks like she's got a really good hand on that race. Big time Cooper and Typhoon Tim are both fighting out favouritism. And you've got the group one stayers over the extreme distance of 732. So, Greyhound Cup night it is uh, quite special, and I hope you guys can tune in and get some winners. Excellent. Thank you very much, Pip. That was Pip Morris from the TAB. Of course, promotions in play and hundreds of sports markets to choose from. Visit tab.co.nz. Please gamble responsibly, R18. We are going to quickly head now over to the Doyen in the beautiful Hawke's Bay for our temper sleep on it with Smitty. Of course, temper mattresses, pillows and adjustable bases conform to the exact shape of your body for unrivaled comfort and support. I'm going to be Smithy. I'm going to be Smithy, okay? So ask me the question, I'll sleep on it. Go. Oh, no, really? Did he leave his headset at Turks? Maybe. Okay. Um, All right. (laughs) So so now it's sleep on it with Daggy. (laughs) Sleep on it with Daggy. Sleep on it with Izzy. Yeah. All right, here's the question. Who wins Pakistan versus Australia? Oh, silly question, Baz. What do you you want me to say? <laughs> oh, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll sleep on it for you. Okay, I'll sleep on it for you. Yeah. Okay. Hey, thanks, Mister. Thanks, Smithy. We really appreciate it. No worries. It. Uh, <laughs> well, hey, team. Well, hopefully, hey, hey Trudy. Hey, Joe Ricardo. <laughs> hey, you in the back. <laughs> uh, I think you're enjoying being Smitty a little bit too much here, actually, is. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm only getting it because he can't talk, so it's quite good. Otherwise, if, if he talks... But I'd he might be able to hear you. Oh, he will. He too. might be able to hear you. Smitty. And you know you don't want to you don't want to poke the bear. He already thinks <laughs> nah, that we're a little bit too Bay-Mick. immature. <laughs> oh. Oh. Hello, oh, Smitty. No, I'm off. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, very funny, Israel. Very, very funny. Oh. <laughs> sorry, Smitty. Yeah. I love you, mate. <laughs> Don't give up your day job. Great. Oh, sorry, this is your day job. Great win, Smitty. <laughs> Great win. Hey, look, it was uh, really cool, actually. Um, I, I must confess, I've, I fell asleep in the middle part of it, and um, when I woke up, we had the almost impossible task, mate, but we got there. We got there, so we're going to try and reflect it in the next hour or so. Beautiful. Good luck, Smitty. Outstanding. Izzy, all yours, my brother. Beautiful. Thank you, Smitty. You know I love you, mate. You're a Hawks Bay lad. You're a gentleman, too. I hope you had a good trip down south that record and good day yesterday. Coupland's. Oh, how good was that? Marcus Aurelius. Anyway, enjoy listening to your show. Have a great one. We'll be back tomorrow, same time, 6 a.m. Itiano.